Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. It is Monday morning out here after another disgustingly low-scoring week. Recording before Chef Yu and Arscast play. What's up, dude? What's going on? Well, you know, just the bright, bushy-tailed 7.30 a.m. pod, ready to uh, get into things, I suppose. Yeah, I feel mon- good that I'm back in, in safe hands with my, uh, <laughs> my, my, my shepherd here. With you don't have to back. read information? I don't have to. Wow. I, don't, I can just go back into like normal focusing on... All the things instead of focusing on the spreadsheet. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm here to facilitate you. Like like Jason said, I'm just like the creative mid. I'm just spraying passes, and you're just putting them away. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you on this week? How are you doing this week? Um, I'm. I keep like somehow doing fine in these really bad scoring weeks. I have I have 27, but I have Rico coming up, so I'm on 35 oh. with. Rico, yeah, Rico, just legend. This is, I think, the first week I've ever had him come in, and it was a good week for that to occur. I've been getting really lucky with like him and Lundstrom coming off my bench with points, like a lot. You and fucking but, yeah, everyone, dude, it kills me. Yeah, but I'm on. Uh, so I'm on 35 with Lundstrom and Saka to go later today, and I mean, even if they just give me like four points, I'm still in just like fine shape. I feel like. Oh so, yeah, you're in great shape. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like chunk rising or I didn't have a good week but I didn't have you know 19 points which I've seen a lot of people have with very respectable and reasonable teams so yeah it's hard to tell that's, that's always before man. auto subs and vice caps and shit but as of now the average is around 29 but I don't know according to you know those like stats websites and shit almost everyone is like over 11 out of 12 players have played because they count captain twice. So the fact right, that you right. just are on thirty five above average with two full guys left is like pretty huge. You might actually yeah, have like yeah. a big week. Yeah, possibly. I mean, Saka, I expect at least a brace, so that'll that'll definitely help <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> um, what about do, you? Well, do it on Slack. So is it finally time to be done with Automendi, or do we hold for the next two fixtures? So I was just worrying, wondering, like, what your initial like gut read is there. Are you just ripping him straight out? Yeah. You want to hit that first? Um, I mean, home Villa, home, home Southampton are are coming up, but I feel like it's a really nice week that we have midweek Champions League games. We'll get a lot more info about kind of what's happening. True. So, I mean, if he start, I I've been fucking around so much with transfers since the games yesterday about just where I'm going to go because I have two frees, and he's definitely not you know a secure place on my team, obviously, <laughs> but. Um, I, like if he starts midweek, I would feel somewhat okay holding him for the next the next two until their fixtures turn pretty bad. Um, but the same problem remains, right? They let up a couple pretty big chances, and I think we're lucky to escape with a clean sheet this weekend against us. Yeah. So I just don't. I mean, I don't think that he's going to be like Rodri and Fernandinho is the new pair. Like that's ridiculous. So I, I do think it's okay to hold him if he plays midweek. If he doesn't play midweek, though, I don't think it's worth the risk to to possibly be carrying him into you know uh, maybe not going to start against one of the two games where you want him before you remove him. So that's kind of where I'm at. I think you know we're going to do our Friday pod and we'll have a lot more info then. But right now, my my natural inclination is to hold him. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I me. guess the the other thing too is like I have Trent Robbo, and I was looking around the defense, like the defenders. There's just not a ton there. I mean, yeah, there are some. Really 
like Leicester have a couple away fixtures coming up. Like they're not that good looking for cleans in the near term and you know, Chelsea look okay, but it's still I mean, downgrading for to free up under a million, like how much does that get me elsewhere? Not much, especially when I'm looking at Pookie and I'm looking at the players in and around his price. I mean that doesn't get me anywhere upgrading yeah. Pookie to someone, you know. So I think it's obvious. I mean, we obviously always talk about team specific shit, but I think you know it's it's one one of those where you need to really look at what does it afford you and what's your plan like with the money, or does it make that much sense for me to get like Chilwell or, or like Tamori and, and Pereira, like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but Pereira too is like he had zero he had like zero shot attempts this weekend. Like he created a few chances, but he's expensive. Like he's, yeah, really, he's really expensive. expensive. Yeah, you well, don't like yeah, to see Chris Wood put up like two XG in a team that you're yeah. backing for clean shoots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean that's where I'm at with Ottoman. I am also interested in Mendy a little bit. Man and Kinsella. I I'm still I still feel like I need more information with Cancelo and Walker like I know Cancelo started a couple and like he just didn't have Walker in the squad I don't know if that's like England or whatever but like I feel like yeah I mean yeah I guess maybe Cancelo could be a thing it's definitely worth thinking about I mean he comes in he just gets max bones no problem like he's just creating chances boss in the right side yeah, and he's a lot cheaper than Mendy. I mean, point six at that defender yeah, slot's cheap. a lot, especially especially on Mendy. You know, you're looking at that fitness concern always. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, it's just Walker is is a is a big concern. Yeah, I think over Kinsello to me, and I guess I get that Kinsello could play left, but he still has Inchenko and Mendy there, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, that that feels a little bit more tenuous to me. It's definitely risky. Um, yeah. How'd you do? So I'm on 26, uh, big fat red arrow up my fucking ass again, down 120K, 490K overall, so I'm doing quite poorly. Um, but I do have Lundstrom coming in for Mo, and I do have Obbs. Um, Obbs really Obbs could, is, he could really big. bail me out. Like, yeah, he, I mean, if he gets a double return. Yeah, he's still not that highly owned, like a thirty-ish percent or something like that. So, and he's not like not highly capped at all. So, yeah, if he does anything, that would just be like gigantic, and he'd really bail me out. So we'll see there. I mean, gone continues to be a nightmare. Almost they almost kept it clean. Like Wolves' only chance, other than the ones VAR ruled out, was the pen, which sucks. Um, gun gun outscored Pope this week. You're flying. Yeah, flying. So I need to deal with gun. I don't know what the fuck. He has Leicester and Man City next. So it's just Yeah, you you need to get a goalkeeper. I need a goalkeeper. Um I don't know, dude. Captain Captain shit. We were texting a bit on Saturday about captains, and it's just like it's just a repeat of last season for me. It's like every week where I pick a differential captain, like Swerve the the trend of Tammy, or you know, in previous weeks, like skip Raz or whatever, and and the guy that I skip actually blanks. I don't hit my caps. I I keep ending up in these opportunities where it's like, if my captain hauls, like Kevin should have hauled, obviously this week for everyone who, you know, everyone knows that who watched the match or whatever, but. If he did on this low scoring week and he's captained by a low percentage of people like me and a bunch of like slack maniacs who are up at like four AM after the Friday Friday my life pot or the ones he captained, then I would have flown, but you know, story of my fucking life. Should have been a double return blanks. Um yeah, my only returns are Tamori clean and Raz assist and at a Loton zero pointer. I think everyone's on very few points though, so I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, only the Vardy cappers are smiling today. Yeah, nothing, nothing good here, really. Um, yeah. Robo owners, I guess that's a big one too. Hey, I have Robo. Uh, um, Let's go, Robo. There's, I'm not going to do housekeeping this week, so we'll do it next week with the mug winner because when there's a match still left, it just seems pointless to do housekeeping. So we'll do that next pod. Moving on. Um, 
Anywhere in particular you want to start, or should we just jump yeah, into yeah. questions? Or I, w- I want to start with Mo. I think that's that's a very the number one topic this week for me. Um, you know, we obviously, Kloppo pulled his Edward Howe impression this week and said absolutely nothing about him being nowhere near fitness, even though there were like Twitter official LFC tweets about him smiling with the physio, etc. <laughs> I mean, he's. He has seven returns on the season and eight starts, which is fine. But he's an absolute fortune. And we are still looking at, you know, home Spurs, home city, two of the next three before the run gets a little bit better. And, you know, when he's not really a near term captain option, I mean, what do you see with Mo? Do you, do you still feel like it's just a steady hold, kind of how we've been preaching this with like Raz? Well, or do you yeah, think I mean, that it's it might all be time? Fitness dependent, right? To first and foremost, fitness dependent. I mean, like so, like like you mentioned, and I think it is a really good week to have Champions League because we need so much info. But yeah, I mean, we'll see if he starts versus Gank or if he, you know, at least subs on versus Gank. I think he'll be a safe start home Spurs, and I think that is a really good fixture. I mean, home all Spurs right, is, right. A, is a really yeah. good fixture. Maybe not captainable, but it's you know they could score a couple. Yeah, I mean his his records absurd versus Spurs, and they should do Spurs, etc. But yeah, regarding fitness, I thought Klopp's quote was funny. He just said like he couldn't train with the team. I don't know where it came from that everyone said he'll play. There was no chance for him today. Maybe Wednesday. <laughs> it's just like he didn't say anything. But yeah, he didn't train from the team. That that maybe I guess should should have been more of an indicator. But yeah, I mean, I still feel like he's probably just a steady hold. And if I didn't have him, then I would still want Mane, who's like nearing the same price anyway. I still think. You know, one one bad match for Liverpool doesn't mean they're like a bad team. And as you said, the run, the really the only bad fixture coming up, I think, is home city. I really think home Spurs is fine, and so the yeah. run is still really good, right? You know, yeah. like as of starting yeah. right yeah. now. So I have no concern really there, especially okay. you know at home they score so many more goals. So um yeah i don't know I, I guess i'm starting to come more around to the idea of redistributing those funds um i just don't know like where you know like i have I, yeah raz and kev already you know and i have obs so like yeah i mean you and you well obs is is one way where to place to go but i do think like vardy Matto like is good especially when you're looking at Turning Mo and someone like maybe Cantwell, people that have Cantwell, into like two like viable assets when no one is going to be really captaining Mo for a little bit, like could be okay. And then reassessing, you know, Mo's fitness, like what you want to get him back in a couple after mm-hmm. the city game, maybe you could still do that if you have, you know, Raz or Obbs to get back to Mo when Liverpool have a, a nicer run and maybe he'll be more a captainable person. But I don't know. I the think, other thing that, yeah. No, go ahead. The, the, the other thing that I'm, I'm thinking about here, I mean, Raz's stats were good this weekend. Um, you know, he created some chances, had some shots, like touches in the box, like good, good stats. And, you know, we still talk about Raz kind of in that like hazard mold of, you know, you just hold him. You don't know when he's going to spike it, but he's just still a really good, like world class player. But I am at the point where I've seen enough this season to feel like Kevin is just a better captaincy option than Raz, period. For a city, mm-hmm. so that makes me feel a little bit better about having Mo over Raz, maybe, which makes the redistribution of funds if you have Mo and Raz right now somewhat, you know, palatable to me. When you look at the fixtures, like the next three, for example. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but also if we're if we're basing anything off of this this past week that just happened, I mean, Kev was kind of off it. I understand he's coming off of injury, so that that probably plays a factor, but Raz. If you watch this game, then you say Raz is the obvious best captain. He well, easily could have had a hat trick and had ridiculously huge numbers. I think yeah, over one and fair. a half XG, over one XA. He was insane. That's fair. He just that's missed fair. All his chances. But, but you also had Kevin hitting the bar and having a tap in that Jesus just doesn't pass to him. Mm-hmm. So that's also a brace, you know, possibly if yeah. the coin flips the other way. So I just think it's like I'm not going off this past week. I'm going off the season and what I've been seeing. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And I think that Kevin's a better captaincy pick. But I period, think one of Raz. the one of my favorite things that Jason said for you know when he subbed in was just when you guys were talking about the Raz versus Coon debate. It's just like 
pointing out how quickly these things could change and how like sometimes yeah. with these premium guys, just like super short term might be the way. You know, like Raz Home Villa, he could easily hat trick. He can hat trick in any game. And then what are we talking about? We're saying like, well, Raz Cap over Kevin like all day. Raz over Kuhn all day. Or Kuhn could hat trick or Mo could come back and just do Spurs, and then everyone's clamoring to get him in and captain him. And it's just like, I kind of just feel the same way that I did pre-international break, which is just like, I want all of them because they're three incredible players on the two best teams, you know? And it's like... All right. I guess the other thing with City that's going to be tricky is, I mean, with their midweek... And we know, you know, last time they had their champions group, like that third game in the week, you know, the third one, which is going to be our next game week, mm-hmm. was tough, right? Like that was, I think, when Raz got rested. He's rested Kevin in that spot before, you know, so yeah. that that's something also to think about, which throws another, you know, flying I mean, that's ointment, just a fucking as they nightmare. say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just thinking about that ahead of time is just like, oh, All God. Right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I just wanted to cover Mo and, you know, and, and the thing too is like what we saw too with Liverpool is when Mo's out, I mean, they are so blunted. Like they have Mane as an outlet and then just no creation of midfield. And I get it that they were at Old Trafford, but the performance was poor. And I think oh that God, Mo out, so I mean, bad. that they just, you know, Bob couldn't find the game. They just, they, they were only playing on like one side, right? Where, wherever Mane was. Yeah. And they just, so it's a little bit of a mess there. So I mean, we we do obviously need more fitness news, but I don't know. Just just a talking point. And I think like a lot, you know, we've been really steadfast in the hold Mo camp. He's great, like blah blah blah. And I, I'm coming off that a little bit. I I don't have problems. But is that based with people off removing of him, him just being unfit for one week? That's no, I I'm, think it's also yeah. I think it's also based on just like you guys have scored four goals in the last three games and. I like, you know, the, the fullback overlap, but like the creation, the chance creation just hasn't looked good to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, home Spurs is an, like, you know, okay, Spurs defense, I mean, Spurs, LOL, Spurs, but you know, they're still not, I mean, it's not like home Brighton or some shit or whatever. Yeah. And they have City in three games. So I mean, and at Villa is nice, but you know, Villa are going to park shit house like Newcastle do. So I just don't know how many goals they're going to score in the next three. And I, I again am looking at you know with captaincy as as a, as kind of like the guiding light. If I'm not captaining Mo and I'm looking at you know I don't have Cantwell, but I mean a lot of people have Cantwell. Like Pookie's a problem. There are a lot of problems elsewhere, and yeah. turning Mo into two like good players like you know Vardy and X or whatever something like that is a big game. I think that's a really big game when you're not captaining Mo, and I think that that's reasonable. Yeah, I just think going yeah. without Mo or Mane is just silly. With the run yeah, coming possible. up, I just think it's absurd. Yeah, it's possible, but but again, you I mean the run coming up's in four game weeks, so you have time to you know fuck around. But yeah, all right, well let's go, let's go on. That's enough of this. Um, Cho was really good this week. Comes away yeah, with yeah, another return, another Max Bones. He's just good. Is it overexposure to go with triple attack? I mean, Og wrote on no. Slack. I think this was last week, but still. Hudson and Doy, do we have to wait for him to destroy a team before we can convince ourselves to get him in our teams? Well, he and, just he just did. He destroyed it. Yeah, and Balfsky on Slack said, rest of the season, Mason Mount or Calum Hudson and Doy. It seems like Frank wants to play Cho and William in a front three. Yeah, I well, so that I still like Mount a lot more than Cho. I think that he's definitely more like the main man, and he is going to be on the receiving end of like Cho's creation from the wing, right? And I, he, he's he. I mean, we also need to remember, Calum Hudson Odoi has a grand total of zero goals in the league in his life. So I mean, this isn't like some like oh he's back from injury, this prolific player who's going to just be scoring for fun, right? That's just not who he is. It's still a punt. He's six, which is nice. You know, he's a, he's a lot cheaper than Mount, but I mean, in a vacuum, I'd take Mount all day over him. However, you know, Cho, Cho just is a box of tricks. Like he is able to have these take ons. He, you know, he just looks good in the box. He has good vision and he had a good shot. He almost scored a goal. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think that the triple attack is overexposure. I think, you know, that kind of plays into like some psychological fallacy that we have that, you know, like if we have Tammy and Mount, that's going to impact how many points Hudson Adoy scores. Like that's not right. true. 
you know, obviously you could say, well, if they score zero and then one goals in two game weeks and you have three attackers, then you're not going to be doing well. Like, yeah, obviously, dude. But at the same time, you're not looking at like City, Liverpool, like Manchester United in the next three. Like they're playing Burnley, Watford, Palace next and three. And they're so and, cheap. They're still all Yeah, they're cheap. so cheap. Yeah, they're so cheap. So it's like, how much risk is there? Like, it's not that much of a, of an exposure to risk. And if you're watching the games and seeing kind of how attacking they play, I think that having all three is totally fine. Like, I would rather have Cho than like probably like Tamori at this point. Looking at the fixtures and stuff, and and how he looks. Yeah, Tamori had some mistakes, but I'll I'll take the clean points. But yeah, I mean. Cho just looks great, and I think it's a big factor that like his style of play is so good for bonus. Like it's yeah. you know sort of similar to like a Hazard or like a Will yeah, take when he's on form. Yeah, yeah, just dribble successful dribbles and chances created and big chances created. And like he's not a forward, so he's not like running offside or missing big chances and shit. And yeah, he's just yeah. like he could be that kind of guy who like when he returns, when he starts and returns, like he could be. Getting lots yeah. of bonus, which I yeah. like. Yeah, he, he was I mean, tied, I think the other tied for first this week for for baseline bonus with of, of mids. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And it's it's also, I mean, he's six million, so you're looking at the other players in that bracket and that six million. Like we have Mape, who we obviously both love, but oh. he plays for Brighton. Brighton look good this season, like fair, but I mean they're no Chelsea. Yeah, they look like and you're, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, and I mean you're, there's just not a lot. I mean like maybe Trossard as well, and that and that gets somebody premature. But and then like you know the defenders like you know Pereira or whomever like this like he's just good value at six. Yeah. And you know you you're concerned a little bit because he is 18 and they're in Champions League, and you know we have group coming up and things like that, but. It seems like he's very firmly ahead of Pulisic on the pecking order for oh, Frank. Yeah. And, Definitely. you know, they still have William, who's like, I mean, obviously Garbo, old fucking Jamie Foxx lookalike, but you, you, you have to like what you see from Cho so far. And points should come. And at six, he's the kind of player that could also, you know, price rise a lot. Yeah, he he, he he should keep trickling. He he looks good. I, I like yeah, I like him. Yeah, and I, I we hammer at home like we've talked about it literally every week this season, I think. But like Chelsea look fucking good. Like they look like the clear third best team in the league and they're yeah. scoring tons of goals and putting up huge like, you know, goal scoring numbers and like, you know, again Tammy missing his big chances this week. That's becoming an annoying trend and shit, but you know, they yeah. should have probably scored another three against Newcastle like they're really doing it. So, yeah, you want to get in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about Pookie and Norwich? Is Pookie just the most easy transfer out of your life? So, I mean, I've been spending a lot of time looking at Pookie's spot on my team. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had he had the one, like, somewhat okay chance. It was a good shot. And a really good, a good save, wasn't a, but a, like, yeah, it but it was wasn't a, a good chance. Like, yeah, it wasn't a good chance. He both they, of his they shots backed were outside off, yeah. of the box. Yeah, I mean, they backed off him a little bit. He saw that little space, and he yeah. just kind of fired and tried to tried to like bottom corner it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But his stats are just like way down from the first few game weeks when he was scoring a lot. Like he's only like attempting like one like shot a game in the box or something like on target or one shot on target per game. And when he was right. before, like almost at three. So that's not something you like to see, but my problem with Pookie and, and, and in my team specifically, and I don't know if this is going to translate to the listener, but I don't see like much better or significant upgrades in his price bracket at his spot at all. Um, like I already have Tammy and I mean, the next forward I want is like Vardy or like Obbs and, you know, Callum's a lot more. And I also don't really know how much better Callum is like looking at their fixtures and yeah. like for a million more. I, I just don't know if that's like going to like, do I want to waste transfers up, up quote unquote upgrading Pookie to Callum? To have like similar fixtures, like I don't think so. So I'm I'm really at a little bit of a loss there, and I have tinkered around with something like a four five one, and going down to like Connolly or something with him. And you know I do like Neil. Like Neil is is a player yeah, I'm looking Mamba, at, but yeah. 
But, you know, they have the same issue where after the next two, they're at United, home Leicester, at Liverpool, at Arsenal. Like, that's not good. Even home Wolves after that. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't want to spend transfers on this, like, budget striker spot. Like, this is the the issue we get into time and time again, right? Our budget striker spot, we're, like, spinning wheels on punt to punt to punt, and they're all bad. And, like, even though the fixtures are, like, a little bit better, they play for a bad team, and they don't score when we want them to score, and they're just bad. Like, you you know, you got to just get a little bit lucky there. So I'm not sure, like, where to go there. And that is also why I've been looking at Mo a little bit more, you know. like For, like, a more drastic... Change, yeah, yeah, like I could get like Obs and Maddo instead of Salah and Pookie, or like I could, you know, something like that. Right, and I'm right, like, right. okay, those two players together, where I'm not going to captain any of the four for the next few, like feels good. Or you know, even just like I could do a triple swap, like get Vardy, Maddo, like and Mape or something, like and get right. Nikita up. You're like, like there's a lot to play with. So. Long or the short of it is, I, I I just don't see like a like for like, and like people are talking about Jimenez. I'm like, dude, they're back in Europe on Thursday. Like it's yeah, fucking that's dumb. what I replied to everyone. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just so it's insane. Like, yeah, and he like, looked good, and he could have had like a Hattie, but like they're still in Europe. They're still yeah. in the group stage. Like they're, yeah. yeah. I mean, at Newcastle, at Arsenal, like they're going to be like not doing shit the next two games. I just don't get that at all. But I, yeah, I just, I just feel like there's nothing in and around Pookie's price bracket that's an upgrade, even though they play United and then, you know, they have like a couple of, of away, like they have a couple of ways and then home Watford afterwards, but against better, better fixture. So, I mean, I'm, I might hold him. I honestly yeah, I, might hold him. I'm kind of level with you. I mean, like, some of his stats are down and some are like basically the same. Like his, his XG and open play is literally the same as the first five game weeks as it has been for like game weeks, you know, whatever, six through 10 or whatever it is. Like, you know, he's touching the ball a lot in the box. He's still shooting a lot, even though it's a little bit down. Um, you know, he's still, he's creating double the amount of chances in these recent game weeks. It's just like, when you see this happen with, you know, players all across the spectrum. We were just talking about Mo and Raz, like the exact same shit just happened. And it's like, it's it's just tougher when they're on a bad team and they're, you know, 30-year-old Finnish guys that we kind of knew nothing about coming into the season to trust them. But like, he's still doing the stuff that would lead to returns and Norwich are still, you know, aside from the Bournemouth map, they're still usually like an open attacking side and yeah, I kind of, I kind of am with you there. Like, I, I like Neil more, and if they had a good run of fixtures, I would absolutely be making that move. But like, yeah, I think you nailed it. It's just like I want Neil for home, Everton, home, Norwich, and then like I'm gonna want to transfer him out immediately, starting game week twelve. So it's like not that worth it. The it's one a, thing that is yeah. the one thing though with Neil in, in that is that you could make a very clean and easy swap to Ings. Yeah, Ings is you know someone to maybe think about too. You're saying I mean, Neil home, for the next two, and then Ings yeah. has a little bit of a run. Yeah, like Ings next two is home Leicester at City, and then their run goes like home Everton at Arsenal, home Watford, home Norwich at Newcastle, home West Ham at Villa, taking yeah. you to Crimbo. I mean, and it's, that's it's a, a good fucking run, but, joke to imagine that he's fit for that long. But I, well, I see yeah, your point. I, you yeah. know. I mean, we're here to make jokes, but <laughs> the the other the other side is also that whenever we get dings in our team, it's just an unmitigated disaster, pretty much always, every single year. Yeah. But just just hypothetically, like if you're making your yeah. like, let me plan my team on my spreadsheet, like that's a thing you could look at and feel good about. Yeah, when you look at things with like, you know, you have a twelve inch dick. Tinted glasses or whatever. <laughs> the thing that I always think about with these kind of like planned spreadsheet situations is like it might be better to just go Ings. He's probably gonna blank home Leicester away city, like high percent chance. But like, guess what? Neil plays for Brighton. He's probably gonna blank also, even though they're good fixtures. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Saving maybe. a transfer is like often worth it. Yeah. And I think we try and be too cute sometimes, but just talking. I mean like Either way, yeah. I don't feel fantastic about any of these situations. So I also think that like three five two should be in play. I mean, like yeah. I don't yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if like three forwards is actually good, and I don't know if there's three that I really trust without going like Vardy, like you said, or um, which is hard to get to, honestly. I mean, like yeah, it would have to be like Vardy, Tammy, and Obs would probably be like the most like consistent, like good front line, right? And that's a lot of money. Like if you think about that's my team structure, I have four premiums and Tammy. Yeah, I, for for me to get from Pookie to Vardy. Is insane, and that just uh, like goes back to the Salah conversation or Raz conversation or whatever. You you right. can't have four premiums in that front line. You just absolutely right, right. can't. So, so one other thing, like coming up, just talking about this is you know hits this season. I obviously haven't done a lot of prep about what this is, but with these this, these weeks that are, I mean, you're lucky to crack forty points. Hits just feel diabolical. And I feel like that's a big like differential for you. I mean, I haven't taken a hit yet. Have you taken a hit yet? I took a hit in game week four, and yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah, one triple move. I that's mean, it. when you're looking at taking hits, and even at this stage, I feel like normally by now, like game week going into game week ten, there's somewhat of a larger gap between like you know the points from top ten k, top hundred k, top five hundred k, like. Everyone's still really bunched up because the s- scores are so low every game week. Yeah, and I think you know you re- you you got to remember like four points is a clean sheet, it's a goal, it's a fucking assist and bonus points. Like four points is a lot of points. So like this is the same thing. You look at someone like Pookie, and maybe you have one transfer, and you're like, oh, like I really want to get like this guy. Like I really want to get like Vardy this week, and you know you take a minus four. It's like just just. Remember what's at stake. Just like another PSA, a little reminder. You know, you still are hits getting are rid of someone who's healthy. Hits are bad, and just you know, not hitting is good, and and you know, everything's fine. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was shouting. Like maybe you just get Ings because using another free on another bad player slash bad team punt is just like that's we're using too many transfers on the same player. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. But on your point with the the gap between like the tiers of ranks and stuff, it, it's like someone uh, SK wrote it on Slack, and I didn't have the answer to this, so I didn't write it down. But I just pulled it up. He said almost twenty five percent of the season done. Just twenty eight points between ten k and hundred k. Twenty six points between hundred k and five hundred k. Yeah. So there you go. SK. SK He's knows. just our fucking stat. He's he said, our stat man. He, yeah, he said ranks seem much more bunched together this year due to the low scoring season so far. Blah blah blah. And I didn't. I don't have like the past data. I don't even know where the fuck to get that. But like, yeah, that that is correct. Yeah, yeah I mean that puts it in perspective. Yep, absolutely. Um, let's do some questions. Um, Mr. Tools, Toolsy baby, is this the prime time to sit tight? With everyone clamoring to rip their teams up, should the wise old FPL veterans, in parentheses all of us, hold with what we know to be the proven assets? I mean, we've been doing that all season, and I mean, I'm a little bit higher rank than you, but like a little bit. I've been, I've been getting. Well, I mean, we're talking about like 15 points, honestly. Is that really Actually, all it is? Yeah, like 15, 20 points. What do I'm on? Jesus, nineteen yeah, points. 19 I have nineteen points more points. And you're almost like five hundred k places higher. Yeah, than see, like that's what we were talking about. That's so crazy. Like we've been holding these premium assets, and like I've been getting lucky with like these. Like last week, my little differential is getting like five points from Lundstram in addition to my team. Like, and I've got like a few points above average. Like this week, I'm going to get Rico up, and like you know, I saw like I'm getting these little fringe guys, you're but I've been by. holding. Been holding these like premium guys. Like, imagine if I was taking hits to like move my premium guys around, and they're all blanking. I'd be like a million. Yeah, you'd be so, an yeah, actual I mean, million. I, like, if you yeah. were swapping to like Coon and then swap to Obs and then like, yeah, it's yeah. it would be ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, I think that is always like the best way forward is, is to hold your premium players when they're fit because no matter if Raz is playing. 
45 of 90 minutes on the fucking sideline, he's still like Raz and he still has like good XGXA. Like he's still like good, yeah. you know? So it's, it, you're not going to like spike these things and spend transfers there. Like if you keep a good spine and, and fuck around on the fringes, like, yeah, I mean, we always talk about that. And yeah, I think yeah. that's, that's, that's a good place to be. What do, yeah. what do you think? No, I totally agree. Tools, tools, you nailed it. Uh, James on Slack, why is it that the more time I spend on planning my moves, the worse I am at FPL? I need a pep talk. Oh, God. What do you, I mean, I don't even know where to go. I always there. feel this way. I think it's probably some bias that I don't know the answer to. Um, well, I think one thing is that we remember the failures and we forget the successes because yes, we expect. Definitely. We expect the transfers we make to like succeed, right, and when they do, you're the, like, "Oh you bring yeah, of in guy that like everyone's bringing in or everyone's talking yeah. about." So when it comes through, it's just like, "Duh, Ob scored like yeah. good, you know, whatever." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, Tammy, like obviously better than fucking Josh King, like that was yeah. obvious." And right, then you forget right, about right. it immediately. But yeah, when it goes the other way, you're like, "Oh my god, I'm so dumb! Like, why did I get rid of this guy? It's like a 15 point swing, you know." Yeah, <laughs> and that yeah. lingers for like a month. It does. It does. No, I feel that from James. I mean, we've and talked well, about James, that a lot, yeah. like on how like playing, how different playing the game is now than before we before we started potting and stuff. Like, it, I used to just like fucking make moves. Like, we would just text and I'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna bring this guy and like feel good oh, about yeah. him." Like, whatever. <laughs> and I like finished like 25k, and now I'm like 500k, thinking about everything. Can't can't get a rank. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, I don't know. It's fucking it's been a rough year. That's for sure. I mean like city rotation and dropping points unexpectedly and shit like that and injuries and Liverpool assets have been like inconsistent and injuries also and I don't know, man. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of tough. Yeah. One I mean, thing that's back not to been back tough. like two of the lowest scoring weeks I can fucking remember. Trent Robbo is absolutely saving my bacon this season, dude. Yeah, like they I don't have like, either. That's great for me. I know, but just like starting with both for me and just like sticking to my guns there through my wild card when they had like no cleans. That's it. I mean, that's why yeah. you're 500. Yeah, it's exactly this is what we're talking about. It's just yep. like you know they're good. Like they're going to be good. Like just hold steady. Yep. Robbo, sneaky max bones, just like easy. Yeah. yeah. FPL nobody on Slack. Who is this guy? I've never even seen him. I guess he's nobody. After consuming so much FPL content through various mediums, how do you stay away from making the template such popular move? Um, There's there's nothing wrong with making the template such popular move. I want to say first of all. I think we've been more inclined this season than seasons past to be doing that. Yeah, Um, I mean, like, it's... The cliche is like it's template for a reason, but yeah, I mean it's cliche for a reason also. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's not that we're always trying to swerve the template like we're some like hipster fucks who just like can't get our dick hard without swerving the template. It's not the case at all. It's more the case of just like sometimes there are these <clears throat> players or trends or glaring things that we staunchly disagree with that everyone is jizzing over in the template and that's when we that's when we talk shit and that's when we're like no this is fucking stupid I don't want, yeah. know why everyone's like, doing it like, but like Barnes for example like right. Barnes was a really good example of I was going on a fucking mountaintop saying that was the worst thing of life and he hasn't scored a goal since that happened Has when everyone was bringing him in oh what's bad oh my but God. it's it's also like we also enjoy, again we you know we've talked about this before but we enjoy like mining the unmined and finding yeah. these little guys who like at, at Ashley Mate Niles game week one kind of things and, and soy you know, too, I, I've yeah. yeah soy exact yeah we had both had soy on game week one and yeah. and like yeah we were on that so you know it is fun for us too to just like. See what the culture is, and then develop like create the counterculture, bro. Like seventies, bro. <laughs> Jack Jack Kerouac, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, California like, has changed, you dude. Oh come on, hey, hey, what's up? But the the other thing is like this week, right? Like I spent maybe like forty minutes yesterday looking at Wilf because I'm thinking oh of god. like maybe it's Wilf time because the fixtures are tough and. He's starting to look better performance-wise. Stats are kind of shit still, and we're bad, but 
he's dropped a few in price, and like I'm thinking of that as uh, you know another kind of like a low risk differential, like Cal Hudson to I'm just like okay, like is Wolf gonna just like he's going to play like Arsenal and Spurs soon? Who he wants to transfer to? And he's been looking really good. <laughs> and I'm like, that's where I'm just like, oh, like it's not gonna fucking destroy me if I remove like you know my mid price like guy who sucks like Pookie. And like get a guy like yeah. well I'm like oh, you know I don't yeah know. basically we're both just psycho and like to look at all this shit and like to tinker with all this shit and that's how we get there yeah it's fun fun um, Rob on Slack seems like the template's starting to fade out a bit which is good for the game who are your guys who are your guys's go wait what what are who are you gonna stick with no matter what season keepers. Uh, um, I mean, I mean, Ke- Ke- Kevin, Kevin, yeah. yeah, Kevin, Trent, and Robbo probably for me are the guys that I'm just not even gonna be remotely considering shipping. Otherwise, I think it's just fucking feeding frenzy. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's probably like Kevin, Tammy are the first two guys in my team that I look at. I mean, Raz too, probably to be fair. Like, I don't really see a world of me like getting rid of him anytime soon. But definitely, I, I could like, I could see getting rid of Raz for sure. Yeah, I don't see that for me, and and but Tammy too. I mean, like, and part of this is it's not a coincidence is that they're both underpriced, and that's like a huge I, part. Ra, of it. Ra, like, Raz, I, I don't think Raz is underpriced at all. No, no, I think no I, I'm talking Kevin Tammy. Oh yeah, like yeah, my fair, two guys, fair. like because you yeah, know, yeah. like Kev should be like fucking like ten should five. Started at ten five, and yeah. Tammy, if they knew he was going to be just like nailed on playing all the minutes for Chelsea, would have been like at least. Eight, eight five or eight five eight or something. Probably, yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that's part of it. But yeah, yeah. yep. Um, Fat how do, how long do we continue ignoring David Silva, Big Dick David? Well, I mean, if you're a producer, Nathan, you're just not ignoring oh. him. You've had him. You've had him for a while. But Nathan's flying. I, I just still feel like. I mean, he has four double-digit hauls, and the rest of the games have all been like one-pointers. Yeah, because he just doesn't play that much. Like he's played two games of ninety minutes, and he's had one, two, three games under sixty minutes so far. Like I don't want that. I, I get that he's just like a piece of the cog of Man City, and he's like in the engine room, and he like you know makes those late runs, etc. But he was, I. Th- Think lucky to finish his goal this weekend. That's something he usually fucks up. Like he megged the keeper. Like he normally he's, just like, yeah. His, I, I don't know. Like, like that. Stats, I think that was lucky. Stats people always like say this, and it it feels weird to say anything bad about him because he's just the most lovely dude ever, and love watching him play. And it's sad that he's retiring, but. He's like historically a very bad finisher. It's like his only weakness. Like he misses big chances for fun. And we both know this from experience from owning him in the last two seasons. Like how many times he just gets like a sitter in the box that he just fucks up. It's just like constant. Like his XG is always really high because he always gets these sitters and then he fucks them up. And like, and to, to your point with the finish this week on the volley, like it was, it was obviously taken very well. But I had this thought where I was like, how much of finishing is just luck? Because, like, a lot of Some the degree. time. What? It depends on the chance. No, it depends. Like, it really and it depends, depends you know, it's different, like, shot by shot. But, like, when you look at that in the slow-mo gorgeous replay that they, they showed on Match of the Day, like, he doesn't look at the keeper or the no. – for yeah. one half second but, he doesn't look at him. He's just trying to like, make contact. Yeah, and there's like, a difference from like finishing when you're in clean on the keeper versus yeah, when you're just like getting a volley plucked from the sky and you yeah. just are trying to really put it on target. Yeah, and when people are doing their like best finishers and their XG differentials and shit, I feel like the context is really important because it's like, yeah, I agree, well, if you're I agree. taking like you know a, a volley with your you know half your body turned away from the keeper, like all you're trying to do is hit the ball well and on on target. And then hope something happens. It's just, it's just interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean David, is, I'm not going to be mad at anyone that has David. I'm, I mean, I'm mad. I would be mad if I'm if you're transferring him in. I think he's just a really bad pick. You don't I mean, transfer they have him in, but like, yeah. Well, that was the question, wasn't it? Yeah. How long do we ignore him? Yeah, yeah I guess we just keep because I mean, you're him. still looking at like Cho or Maddo. Like they have a couple good fixtures, and then they have some bad fixtures. They have Champions League. Like he doesn't. 
star. He's fucking old as fuck, you know. So I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, so Ray on Slack said Teal's under the radar pick. Tealman. Yeah, someone mentioned that last night also on Slack. I, I mean, I, I was comparing the stats with him and Maddo. I mean, the price is like a little bit different. It's like point six, point eight, or something. Mm-hmm. And they weren't like you know that far apart as I yeah. would have expected. I would have thought Maddo would be like slaughtering him, but. The main difference is like Maddo's getting big chances. Maddo's got four big chances this season. He's finished obviously zero of them because he's a little wee, wee casino bitch boy. But I just like his involvement a lot more. You know, Tillmans is still like that late runner, and you know a lot of his shots are outside of the box, and his 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 xG isn't like that far off from Maddo. But I just I don't I don't know. I, I still just don't feel comfortable with Tillmans when you have a player on the same team. You know. Who just feels a lot better in, in a similar price bracket? If that makes sense, I just don't know how you fit him in. I guess is, is my my issue. But what, what do you what do you see there? Yeah, I haven't really looked at the stats until right now. I mean, in theory, like in preseason, I even remember saying that like no, Tielman is like the third or fourth best attacker that you would want on the team, like LOL Perez. But like, I don't know, man. I'm. I I voiced my not that high on Matto opinion on, on Friday My Life episode. I not much yeah, has changed fair. in that regard. He and, still had four attempts this weekend though. Like that's what I like from him, you know. Yeah, yeah. He does shoot a lot. Um yeah. and he shoots a lot more than Tielemann for sure. I just yeah, yeah, Tielemann's yeah. now like last season it was like, okay, you can't keep this up. And now it's been like, you know, I think they said on match of the day, twenty games, six goals, seven assists or something. Like He's kind of just class and good, and like maybe he's the under the radar guy who's gonna like outperform his stats while Maddo is like consistently underperforming his stats. Like, I really don't hate it at all. And for the price, okay. I mean, it's, it's one of those, right, where you need to separate again. We keep saying this about Lester, but it's true, where you need to separate them, them in the like bus formation when like you know they're super deep and like. Maddo and Vardy are the only guys like far forward at all, and Maddo's doing everything versus like in the better fixtures when yeah, Tielman really gets a lot further forward and he gets in the box. Yeah, and that's stuff, true. You know? so, no, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that. that's a really good point. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah he could be could be okay. under the radar guy. Okay. All right. Um, Ashier on Sykes. So Allaire has Sheffield and Newcastle both at home in the next two. West Ham have been kind of bad, and I'm not having a great time owning him. My question is, do I take him out for Jimmy? Well, you know how we feel about that already. Spoiler yeah, def- alert. Definitely not. Spoiler definitely alert, not. we don't feel that. Or Vardy, who has Southampton and Palace away. The third option yeah, would be to do fuck all and give him another chance. What do you lads reckon? Yeah, I mean, if you can get to Vardy without too much, you know, massive upheaval Surgery. in your team, that's, that's just a fucking no-brainer. Yeah. Although the next two, man, fuck. I guess Vardy's just know. better full stop, but like... Yeah, I mean, those are two buses that, I mean, granted, they'll be at home, but I don't have any confidence that they're going to like score a lot of goals in those games at all. Yeah, me neither. His involvement is just super high. Usually when they score, it's yeah. usually through him. I, I still think he's like, I don't know what it is about him. Maybe it's maybe it's more West Ham than him, but like, I don't know why like everyone in the world jumped on him and then everyone in the world like immediately fucked him off and hates him. Like he, I feel like he's like very hated in the FPL world. Like he has four goals and an assist. Like not bad. He has two. Yeah, it's like really, one, one and two. Yeah, he has two really good fixtures coming up. He's only seven four. He's not fucking nine and like blanking or something. Like I still think yeah. he's like pretty reasonable to be honest. And like you know, it's just gonna tick one and two all season basically. Yeah. I, I think the West Ham performances are a big factor. Like I, I don't think West Ham have looked good for a I mean, while. Yeah, they, Maybe they got, like. Bossed by Everton. Yeah, maybe like since the United game. I don't know. Yeah, no. What? Yeah, whatever. I don't have anything to say about that. Good job, you. <laughs> um, fat again on like quarter of the season in. What trends have you observed? What ones are ending and what ones could last the season? Wow, so so that's, deep. That's too much, Bry. Come on, Bry. That's too we don't much think like that. No, come on, Bry. I don't plan my meals. I'm not a keto maniac like you guys are. You know, I just eat what's what's next. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I have absolutely no answer. What trends? Yeah, I don't fucking know. The trends are that like, fucking fuck me. That's the trend. I don't know. Yeah, trends are red arrows. Trends are red arrows. Fuck me. I'm frustrated and annoyed with this game. D. Silva on side. Talk to me on Daniel Ings. Five, nine, three goals in the last three. He's even four and four if you count the fucking cup. Ings. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we kind of like we, briefly we, touched on him before, yeah. but. I think it's just the fixtures. Like home Leicester at City, you just want nothing to do with that. Yeah, the other but, thing I was I mean, thinking I mean, about him is like, I can't fully remember the Chelsea and Spurs goals, but they were like howlers, right? Yeah, the Spurs goal was yeah, the yeah. Lloris, Lloris one. And yeah. the Chelsea one, I can't remember for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But he, he does. Regardless, get those. like they're not like creating big chances in open play and like That's, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's just like literally getting these by just being like a high work rate maniac. And he's just getting yeah. these. And then it was again the same this week. It was just like a fucking mistake. And like he picks the ball off Cody and finishes. And it's a good job to finish, obviously. But like he's not doing the stuff where it's you feel well, confident well, in Southampton yeah, scoring but, goals and getting chances. And- but, but But the difference is like he's always that. Guy like harrying the goalkeeper, yeah, you know, or whatever. And he has a goal in three against Spurs, Chelsea, Wolves. Like, those are not teams that you would expect Southampton to be yeah, able to create true. much that's against. True, so, true. you know, when the fixtures get brighter, like maybe they'll, they'll get their shit together a little bit more and not play like, you know, 5 3 2 or whatever he's do, up to back there or whatever. But I just feel like Ings is, you know, you give him a miss for the next two and then you reassess your life. But, yeah. I, I, I think I own Ings every season. Like every season, it's yeah, like I have one. I have one game where I'm like, yes, like five pointer, like yes, <laughs> and then he's dead, and, and it's just injured. like, yep. fuck, am I doing? Yep. You know, so that that's a tough one. Mm. Alan, we only have a few more questions here. Alan's like best sub eight, sub six point eight striker to get now, or is Pookie still better than them all? Which is a great question because that's exactly what we talked about to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, other than Neil, I just see nothing. I, yeah. I mean, Wood, like whatever, like the friction aren't that good, but yeah. Other, other than Neil, I, I just don't really think that you're upgrading by doing that move. Honestly, I was looking a little bit at Jolinton because their fixtures are pretty reasonable oh, coming you can't. up. Oh, oh my God, dude. Holy shit. Joey Linton, Casio, Apollinario, Delira, you mean? Or the other Joey yeah. Linton? Yeah, no, that, that one. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, obviously Newcastle are all sorts, but I'm just I'm just talking FPL here, you know? Yeah, I mean, I love him. Okay we, both, we both love him, and he looks good, yeah. but like, oh my God, Newcastle, dude. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if... That million like goes a long way elsewhere. Is that like a big downgrade from Pookie, who has like kind of rough-ish fixtures? Like I don't know. I still Maybe think not. it is. I honestly do. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know. Uh, right. Puffa on like, what man. to do with Kuhn? You just hold him with confidence, right? I don't know about with confidence. I think you tenuously hold him, but <laughs> I mean, Pep basically Pep- said the only reason he didn't start is because he didn't play all international break and got Jesus back did. late. Yeah, and he got back late from Argentina, like vacay. And he got and- a fucking car crash, etc. Like he was just yeah. not ready to tit, and Jesus came in and scored and did the job. So yeah, I mean, he also talked about you know Jesus. It does seem like it's becoming a more real thing where he likes the press away with Jesus over Kuhn. You know, he said as much that Jesus offers him something pressing that Kuhn does yeah. not do. But next to Home Villa, Home Southampton, you know, you, you got to keep Kuhn for those two and then probably immediately ship out before at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely spend transfers in a way to have that in mind. Yep, I agree. Um, TJC, do you think it's time to ship McGinn? And if so, who's the best around that price range within 0.5? Cho, Tielemans, are there any other options to look at maybe on West Ham? Uh, West Ham. Yeah, I mean, I, I, within 0.5 is very narrow. But yeah, I, I mean, I like Cho. I, I do like Wolf. I think Wolf could start coming in with some points soon. I haven't thought I mean, about Wolf all year, man. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I mean, he, you know, I always think about him, obviously, he's on Palace, <laughs> but I, I honestly have been just seeing. 
good performances out of him. And, you know, it's tough when there's no one to pass to and, and the team's bad and we have bad fixtures, but he's, he's looked good. Like he's looked good. And I think he's got a brace in him coming up soon, even in these tough fixtures. I feel like the counter, like he's, he's just, he's looked good. So yeah, he had some good I, I shots do, for City. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like Wolf. I one of my like under-the-radar guys, I think, would be Grob. I mean, he's... We were worried. I'm nervous about Trossard back, though. Yeah, maybe. But like he, he started most of the games even when Trossard was fit. And that was like... I was almost starting the season with him, and then the rotation and shit was like kind of what put me off him. But like he's putting in massive performances. Like yeah. This is his key passes... Five, three, two, three, six. Like really good XA consistently as usual. He's a monster on bones as usual. We don't know if he's still on pens. He might be on pens. He probably is on pens. Yeah, I like that shot. Just a little under the radar guy. I mean, no, I like that shot a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's a good shot. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I do, I do like getting. I mean, again, the, the same thing is, you know, you watch their games, and I mean, he's a very like box to box player, but. You don't like when your midfielder is picking the ball up off the center back, like as an FPL asset. And right. he does that a lot. You know, like he's not just like up in the final third. And yes, he's the on runner for a lot of, you know, counterattacks or, or like when they have sustained possession of the final third. But at City Home Liverpool, like I don't, I think that's like a, like I would rather transfer him out than like Pookie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and most of like he had good numbers this week, and and Villa actually had a really good attacking performance. Up a man, yeah, but well, like it, yeah, up a man. Though. But what like you you'd expect all of his shots against Liverpool and City to just be from like thirty yards, speculative shots, yeah. probably. I don't know if, if if he gets any. I still like him to be honest. Like his price, I still think he'll put in a good number of goals, especially for his yeah, price. but not with these fixtures. But with these I mean, two dude, fixtures, it's really rough. No. I mean, not only, and then they're at Wolves, home Newcastle, at United. At United like those at are Chelsea, all, home Leicester. All of, yeah, like all of those yeah, are horrible. Right. Like right. I think that's like an urgent, urgent move out. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, last question, Fatgirl on Slack. How long until we look at Watford defense? Good fixtures coming up and easy to rotate out. And then SF, San Francisco Oyster Nerd, that's this guy's name on Twitter. Is it crazy to be considering Newcastle defense for the next four game weeks? So what about these shit-ass teams like... Are they becoming rotatable? Do you, I mean, we're, 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 no, I mean, we're definitely not spending any time talking about Watford, but I think Newcastle is definitely a good shout. Like the fixtures are good for a while to like Crimbo basically, and they're pretty cheap and they set up to bus. And I, I like that. I, I like the Newcastle shout a lot at defense. I think that they're a good rotating like option depending on what you need and what you're looking for, but. You know, I mean, they have like Lascelles's four four. Like, give me a four four option to rotate in for some of these games. Seems fantastic. Yeah, that's fine. I think Watford yeah. are basically the same, though. I mean, like, no, since, I, I don't. I absolutely could since, not disagree more. Since Kike came in, they've basically just been a bust and been pretty tight. You know, outside of the city game, obviously. Yeah, but they're they have actively awful players in their team. Like their defenders are awful. Yeah, I agree. And they have they have a really bad goalkeeper. It's just bad. I think they're just awful. I agree, but I think that they're rotatable still. I don't know. I I, I don't. I don't. I, I to to tell no you the truth, there. I don't want either. But uh, yeah, I, 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 like, I, I, I want Newcastle like Newcastle above Watford, definitely. No, like I would be happy to have a Newcastle defender. Honestly, like I would be totally fine with that. Like I wouldn't put like fucking. Any Watford defender in my team, home Norwich, ever. I would never want to start that player. <laughs> all right, fine with that. Um, all right, that's it. Let's go on. Uh, so who are you looking at for cap this week? Captain fucking nightmare of captaincy. <laughs> yeah, who, who are we going to blank on captain again? I, I'm, I mean, I'm on. Uh, I think we're both on Kevin, right? Yeah, I'm on Kevin. Yeah. yeah, I knew you were going to be on Kevin. I've been on Kevin. Seems ba-dee, easy. Ba-dee, ba-dee, ba-dee. What are we supposed to do if he starts midweek? Are we supposed to not cap him? I don't know what to do. <clears throat> if Kevin starts midweek and like Raz is on the bench, I don't know what I would do. I would maybe put. I would maybe go with Raz. Honestly, yeah. I think that that could be like a thing, but 
I might just cap vice cap like between the two of them. Like if they both start midweek, I I don't know, dude. If Zinchenko starts midweek, cap, cap and which Mendy? maybe would mean that Mendy would start against Villa, I might go Raz over Kev. Just because he'll be in. Yeah. Yep. He was I like just that, actually. in the box all day. Yeah. 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 No, I like that. I like but, that. But yeah, I mean, City is. It seems City easy. City home Villa is like yeah. It's just then. You hate to captain the early Saturday game, though. Absolutely. Hate and you hate to, to captain I a fucking, city player. I've gotten so fucked oh with them, dude. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We need it's to figure out like what a, we're going to do with Friday My Life, by the way, because there's a Friday match this week. Yeah, we're just going to My Life Our Lives a lot. Are we going to record Maybe like Maybe it's going to be a Thursday, Thursday My Life. Thursday My Life? Yeah, Thursday My Life, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll announce that. Um, yeah, I mean... Also, back of my mind, like if Arsenal and Tierney Ops. and Laka and shit look Ops. good today yeah. against Chef, like yeah. Palace Ops. just Ops got fucking destroyed against City. You By know. the way, the Friday of my life shout. Our, what was our XG against? Was like was it like four? It was like four point five on Kaylee's yeah. thing. See, I fucking told you, dude. That Spurs performance, like this, like this is our me. level. You told yeah, me, and I went. I'm, just, I'm reiterating. Yeah. Kev's no, still yeah. got more points than Tammy, so you're welcome, you fucking. Yeah, the clean sheet. Capped. Oh, I love capping oh, I'd love to get the sheet. clean sheet cap point. Two cap point clean Huge sheets. Huge fucking puntas there. Um do it on Slack said with how bad Spurs looked against Wofford and how often they give away the ball, are Mane and Mo good captain options next week? Or is Captain pointless and nothing matters? I think it's yeah, obviously the latter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I I don't actually hate if Mo, if Mo is like actual fit, I yeah, don't I hate, don't hate capping either of them because Spurs could give up three easily. Yep. Um, and then what are you looking at for your? T- so you said you spent like forty minutes tinkering moves and shit like that with two frees. I also no, have no, two no. frees and I have no fucking idea what to do. So, do you have any like? Are you like leaning one way right now on transfers, so, or should we just save this for Thursday? Of my life. Yeah, no, I mean, I spent way more than 40 minutes like tinkering <laughs> around, and I have gotten nowhere. Yeah, It's I'm, not great. I, I, I really need the Champions League. Like, I need to see what happens. I really need Mo info. If Mo is, like, questionable, I'm probably going to move him out. Right. Like, if, like he, if, he play, if he's, if he's on not the on the bench, Gank and doesn't come no, 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 on no. or if, if he's not on the If he's on the bench, I'll keep him. If he's not on the bench and Gank, and it's still like, I don't know, like, I'm Klopp, like, look at my glasses, then I'm going to probably bomb him out and try and, like, spread the wealth. And and you wouldn't consider Mane? No, because I think there's so much worse without Mo. Like, I don't right, think, right, like, right, Mane right. was fucking awful last game. Like, he's, they just don't create anything and they're playing down one flank and they're just bad. So I'd rather go, like, you know, Vardy or Obbs and Matto right, right, and right. Cho or Zaha, like all these fun friends, like things like that. Yeah. So I, I also haven't ruled out a hit this week as, as much as we were talking about. Yeah, how bad same. Hits are, but I mean, like, it, if it, I do remove Will, if I remove Mo, like that part of the advantage is like being able to do a triple swap and upgrading like two other bad players into like really good players. So I might yeah. do that. I mean, it, it it feels a bit different when you're taking three transfers for for four points than just two. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. actually like good and reasonable, or if it just feels better because I don't know. Extra transfers always feel better, but like. Yeah, hits are probably still bad, and we probably both shouldn't take a hit. But yeah, I'm also considering one. I mean, like, I have the gun nightmare. I was thinking about going like three five two, like Pookie down to Connolly, Hayden to basically any any mid in the game, and Gun to basically any keeper in the game. So that's what I was just. What about getting Allison? In. What Allison? What about Allison? Yeah, I was definitely looking at him. I mean, he's only five eight now. Another thing too with Cantwell is that Oriol Hernandez or whatever subbed on late, like he could take his place. I feel like Todd's secure. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like that. That's something to monitor. Yeah, I mean, I still have Todd, and he's still like a starter for me. So it, it, things feel a bit problematic right now. Well, Lund Lundy can come in for the next couple, so. Yeah, I mean, I could also just go double Norwich out and gun out and like figure that out. I don't know. Not on. Doesn't feel good taking a hit when you're spending it on goalkeeper, fifth mid, and third striker though. 
Well, my bringing, it's, it's in... my fourth mid though. That's what I mean by he's oh, a starter because I have Hayden. Yeah, but you have Lund. But my defense is its own fucking like like yeah, a little micro universe Rube Goldberg machine of fucking like rotation and sometimes points. Yeah, it's it's a huge Rude Goldberg for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. All right, so yeah, I mean we need Champions League. We need Friday, Champions Friday, League my, we'll, Friday we'll, my life, big time chat. Thursday my life. Thursday my life. Uh, let me do the anus slaps. Only the one. No, that's. I don't know why this is even in there. Never mind. There's a bunch of anus slaps. Thanks for everyone who also bumped up their tier to get in on those Friday slash Thursday My Life episodes and all that shit. But the new new signups: James Aldridge, Matt Jacobs, Damian Gracie, Dinesh VD, John Simmons, and Jamie. No last name. Cheers to you guys. Slap that fucking ass. Um, I think that's it, bro. I have to kind of get out of here, actually. Yeah, I think it was a good, good sesh. Did I make my like? Was I rusty? Did I like feel bad to you? You know, awful. Why are you? Why are you fishing for compliments, bro? Because I'm down, dude. You know, oh my god, I'm just down. You think we're on like pod number four hundred? Because I'm not. I don't enjoy. Your company and our oh, bro. Oh, bro. Hug it out, bitch. Love it. All right. Any last words? No, no. Let's get out Check of us out at FMLfield.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLfield. Support us at Patreon.com at slash FMLfield. Subscribe for your future. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.